Hi, I'm Charles Parker, and this is the Art of Retirement Podcast, a show about life and retirement and the challenges, opportunities, and unique stories related to it. Today we're speaking with Ron and Darlene, who had a somewhat straightforward plan for their retirement, but quickly learned they could be more flexible. Darlene, it sounds like you worked in the computer software uh, as a computer software engineer. Is that right? I was in the software industry in multiple. Uh, I wasn't an engineer. I actually oh. did uh, project planning, product development manager uh, through strategic alliances operations. So kind of the, it was always for a software company in the Bay area. Yeah. I see a lot of big names, IBM, Legato, McAfee for about 37 years. And, and Ron, you owned a car restoration yeah. business. Yes. Fantastic. So when did you guys start talking about retirement? Oh gosh. You know, I think it was like our late forties. We, we started talking just kind of fun talk like what if scenarios what if what if you won the lottery what would you do and then it got more serious discussions about well actually what are we going to do okay so as far as age what were you thinking of what what age were you thinking um, to retire we we thought originally 52 to 55 and that was until the dot com crash happened and then we had to wake up and look at things a little differently oh yeah so what led to your decision to retire? Well, mine was um, when I was working for the city of Sunnyvale, the, um, I was starting to look at how the contract negotiations and stuff were going, and I could see at some point they were going to start taking more and more away. You know, just you know, I, I think because the public was looking at public, you know, the public retirement system and saying they were making too much money off of it. So I decided it was a good time to start looking at retirement. So 60, I think it was 62. Uh, two things kind of happened at the same time, which was uh, they offered through Ron's work, you could buy years, mm -hmm. which would allow him to retire earlier. And then I, I had just gotten to the point where stress in my job, we just decided it just wasn't worth, we would rather retire with less money than keep going the way we were. So it was a decision of feeling overworked and uh, the city job was just, well, you felt like you were pushed toward it. Is that right? Yeah. The, um, the, the main thing is, is I, I could tell by the retirement benefits that they're, you know, they're going to get, get taken away. So I decided to retire with, with, you know, with full benefits. So it was, a, it was a good time to get out. Hmm. Okay. So, so is that about the time that the concept of retirement became real? Yes, actually, uh, um, it happened probably within six months. We start, we really started talking about it. At that point, Darlene and I had gone to the PERS, uh, you know, CalPERS, and we actually sat down, made an appointment with them, and started figuring out logistically when when was a good time to leave. So, so 
successful. I think we went in in the summer uh, when I was 60 years old, and I think by December of that following that, of that year, we were I was retired. And Darlene, how about you? I kept working um, after that. We it worked out well that he could retire, and then I kept working, so it it let us continue to put some money away. Um, it uh, we what we did is we had built our house up here in Angels Camp. It's about two and a half hours away from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And for 10 years, we drove every Thursday night <laughs> up here um, just to get away. And then finally, um, I was able to work remotely for a couple years and then transition into full time. You said you started talking about retirement around your 40s, planning uh, to retire around 50, 52 or 52 to 55. And then you said the dot-com crash, uh, that was one of uh, major setbacks. And then you guys retired in your early 60s. So were there other sacrifices that you made along the way in order to have the retirement you both dreamed of? We, um, I would say not. We, did, we didn't sacrifice too much because both of us were making good money. So we lived a pretty good lifestyle up until, but the good thing is, is, through our business, you know, through Darlene's business and through my retirement system, we were able to put money away, you know, all through that process. I, so we we didn't sacrifice too much. Yeah, I would I would say just readjusting uh, a retirement budget expectations since we weren't going to have what we originally thought. We we actually practiced our retirement budget. Oh. two years before we actually retired. And I will say that we did not do well the first year. <laughs> um, we, we, we did better the second year. And then we still couldn't quite make it under that budget, but we retired anyway. <laughs> well, it's always, uh, transitioning is always difficult, even if it's just a job or a new location. And that makes sense. Um, so did you have any reservations or concerns as retirement got closer? It sounds like Darlene kept working after Ron retired, but um, were there any things you were worried um, you know, about? My, my only reservation really was worrying about the money because um, you you just don't know. You you think you have enough, but you, you don't know for sure. I had no reservations about, oh, gosh, what are we going to do to keep ourselves busy? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was never, ever uh, a concern at all. Uh, how did you keep yourselves busy? I mean, it sounds like you did a lot of planning in your job. Did that transition into your uh, retirement? And yeah. Ron, do you still work um, on car restoration? Or well, I I just um, I kind of dabble in it. I I don't do that as a as a job. So it's a it's it takes it's a lot of physical labor, and I'm got to the point to where it affects my golf game. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to mess with the golf game. Got to keep uh, under par. No. You know what? We, we um, uh, like I said, had no problem keeping busy. We made a point to not make any commitments for the first year of retirement so that we could fully transition. Mm-hmm. So we played golf. Well, we learned how to play tennis. Um, we did a little bit of uh, volunteer work, but we were able to go and see our kids and grandkids whenever we wanted, and we traveled a bit, and we just kind of got 
used to being able to do what we wanted to do when we wanted. Was the transition easier or more difficult than you imagined? You mentioned that the money was your only concern, but... Yeah, and you know, it wasn't uh, a difficult transition. We kept hearing from people, oh my gosh, you know, it was really hard to transition into retirement or, you know, got bored and, you know, had to find things. We never, ever, matter of fact, we're back to trying to keep things balanced so that we're not over <laughs> doing things, um, which we never thought we'd have a problem with. But yeah, it's just, uh, like I said, I think the budget is has been the biggest challenge. And not that we have to do without, it's just we have to prioritize more. We have to plan ahead. We have to agree on what the priorities are and what we, you know, want to do or not do. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's many people's concerns is that they'll be bored or not have enough to do. It's it's great that you guys keep busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you have done differently if you had a choice in the transition? I... I would have started much earlier contributing to my 401k retirement plans. You just, you know, when you're young, you just, retirement is so far off, you know, it's, it's just not a priority. I wished um, that I would have started immediately. <laughs> hmm. Ron? Yeah, it was, t- um, the, the good thing is, when I went to work for the city of Sunnyvale, because I had put 20 years with the um, with the city, while I was while I owned my own rest, my car restoration business, unfortunately, in that type of business, it's really hard to put money away. So I agree with Darlene. I would have probably not fooled around some, you know, that it, uh, you know, in your 20s and 30s, there's a lot going on. You know, it's like every every weekend with your friends or camping or, you know, you're you're always you're always active. And I could have postponed a few of the events instead of going every weekend. So, yeah, I I think in uh, um, in my business, I would have spent a little more time, you know, figuring out how to how to retire. So. But, yeah, that that was the only only, only part of that business that I regretted. So uh, other than um, contributing to your 401k or, or possibly buying bonds or stocks or, or putting money away, what other advice would you give to someone transitioning into retirement? Oh, you know, one thing for us is uh, when you're planning your retirement or what you think you're going to be doing and spending your time doing, it might change. Um, but it changed in a good way, you know, not a, not a bad way. So I would say be flexible in and talk a lot about um, priorities and and what you want to do, just to make sure you're on the same same plan. Uh, but be open to things uh, that change. We're going through a major change right now. Uh, we are selling our big house that we have, downsizing. We bought a motor home uh, because we enjoyed our traveling. That we're now able to do that when we want. But we couldn't afford to keep the big house and do the motor home. So we decided 
you know, it was more important for us to be able to have that flexibility. So we're in the middle of doing a major change. How has retirement changed from the first day that you retired to now? Well, for me, it has got so much better because it's more. Uh, we're a lot more relaxed. Mm. You know, the 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 stress of the of, of the time of retirement to now, it's like we we understand we made the right decision, and. And like Darlene said, we're able to basically lock up the house and go see grandkids or see, you know, see kids or decide we want to go do something with friends where before it was always a, it was more on a planning part of it. So, yeah, the, the flexibility for me to be able to hang out with the kids is pretty good. <laughs> and, I, and kind of jokingly, but seriously, I still to this day, enjoy not having to wake up with an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So uh, I got a question. Since I'm a little ways off, um, I remember when I transitioned from, say, high school to college, that was huge for me. It, it uh, caused a lot of stress. It uh, made me very anxious. Is, would, could you relate that to retirement? That, is, that, is it that big of a transi- transition or bigger? For someone who might not be as close to retiring, yeah, actually, that that could relate very closely because you know we, I mean, we understand when we were that age, it's like, oh my God, you know, you high, high school was such a fun time in your life, and all of a sudden you're realizing, you know, this is this this is going to be a major transition for the rest of my life. So, yeah, I. I, I think that's a, um, that's a good analogy because it does it, it does put a little bit of uh, stress on your heart. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see that. But yeah, but now that you can you can realize that, uh, well, especially in the area you're in, you realize that there's there's life on the other side. So I'm I'm reading here. I have a little synopsis of you guys. I see that. Darlene volunteers at the senior center. You learned uh, wine tasting, which sounds like a lot of fun. Um, what what other things do you partake in? What other activities do you partake in on a regular basis? Or can you elaborate on the wine tasting or the senior center activities? It started out, um, we became wine, mem- you know, taste, uh, wine club members. Mm-hmm. Um, met the owners, the winemaker, became friends. They needed a little help. And so I started working one day a week in the tasting room, and then all of a sudden now, a year later, I'm managing the tasting room. <laughs> so wow. um, never thought in a million years that's what I'd be doing when I retired, but it just happened, and I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. It sounds like some of your work life has bled into your uh, retirement life, planning and managing. Yeah, she couldn't help herself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, except, that's okay. It, <laughs> you know what's kind of neat is you take um, things that you're good at, and then it might transition into a completely different uh, role or job in retirement than you had in uh, your work years. Certainly. So she has less time to manage me now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we, we've talked a lot about what's changed since retirement. Has anything remained the same? Uh, our health that's the that's, that's a fantastic big, big fact. we we have done yeah um 
Well, we stay we stay healthy. We keep our exercise up and eat eat good most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I will say though, yeah. the toughest part is where we live in this retirement community. Every day is a weekend, <laughs> yeah. so there's things to do and celebrations and get-togethers. So eating and drinking is. Um, very different from what we used to do. So we have to be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds like you guys are keeping active with golf and tennis. That's great. Do you guys have any plans for a, a trip coming up? Well, we are a uh, couple things. We are Since we got the motor home, we're going to do a cross-country trip, two months. One month going to the east coast and one month coming back. And then um, we are planning another trip back to Europe. It's my uh, mom's 85th birthday. So we are going, we let her pick whatever she wanted to do. So we're going to go and do a cruise from Venice to Greece. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yes, actually, my parents are kind of a role model for us in we want to be at their age we want to be just like them they travel all over the place they're healthy they so that's our goal sounds sounds remarkable so what what is your favorite part about retirement you mentioned not having an alarm clock you mentioned uh, (laughs) flexibility and nobody telling you necessarily what to do oh gosh i i for me i think it's uh Having that flexibility, that luxury to do if you get up and you decide you want to go do something that day or not do anything. I mean, you have more options. And, um, I mean, we still meet our commitments, you know, our volunteer work or our – but we haven't filled our life so full that we also don't have that flexibility. Right. You mentioned you had – pretty much everything planned out and then had to become more flexible. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, is there anything that you're not enjoying as much in retirement? Uh, the only thing I can think of is uh, not having the money we used to, but from a priority perspective, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Finances are usually the big hindrance. I understand that. What what um what surprised you about your retirement? What didn't you expect when you went into this that either surprised you positively or negatively? Oh gosh, surprise! Um, I my only surprise was I originally thought, oh gosh, now I'm going to be able to play golf three four times a week, <laughs> um, and now I'm like, well, once or twice is fine because now I have these other interests that I didn't realize I had. Okay. Ron, anything that snuck up on you? Uh, well, for me, I love I love helping people. I you know, over the years I've I've been I was really good with you know with working with my hands, and I. I've realized that it's it's been very nice to be able to basically give back now. So I've been able to you know help people in the community and 
And because I really enjoy golf, I teach the, uh, I work with a first tee program um, out of the San Joaquin area, which is still up here in the Sierra foothills. But being able to have the opportunity to work with kids and to, you know, to help, help them learn, learn life skills and to be to the point to where I have the flexibility to devote the time to them instead of being distracted. Cause I know when you're working and, and like a Saturday, you know, basically to be able to take a whole Saturday and say, I'm going to devote this to my kids. Um, you know, as you're working, you're looking at it going, yeah, God, that's a, that's a, that's a big time frame to be able to give, give to somebody. So for me, I think being able to give back has been a, a very, you know, big beneficial thing for me. And you mentioned first tee, that's a golf program for kids. Yes, it is. It's, uh, um, it, it runs from the, uh, uh, so the age bracket is from six to, um, to 17. So I get to see, in fact, some of the kids, I've actually seen them get up to the high school level now. So it's been been pretty fun to be able to watch that. That's great. That's great. So is there any advice for anybody who might be retiring in the near future? You mentioned putting money away. Don't squander it in your 20s and 30s. <laughs> and be open to flexibility. Is there anything else that you might want them to know? Gosh. Um... I, my only, I mean, besides those two, those two things is, uh, don't sweat the, the little stuff, as people say. It's, um, Ron mentioned earlier, we're so much more relaxed now. It took me a year to realize that my shoulders didn't belong up at my ears. Mm. Um, once we got through that and just, you know, your priorities change. What was important to you um, before, it it may change drastically after you retire. Just be ready for, you know, and kind of go with the flow. Take time for a little yeah, self-care. Think, I think a lot for, um, you know, for younger people, I, I think the, um, to, to be able to, Work with your, you know, uh, um, get the self-confidence so that when you do decide to pull, you know, basically it's time to retire, um, having having confidence all through, you know, just, uh, decisions that you've made as a young person will definitely help as you as you retire. You know, because if you're if you're living in fear while you're while you're working, it's going to be kind of tough to retire. Retirement's not the last phase. It's there's phases oh, yeah. of retirement. <laughs> so we are now going through another major change in retirement, but it's exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, I think for me, you know, besides the money, I think a big big factor for even you know getting close to retirement is to stay healthy. Yeah. You know, the obviously eating right. You know, and we, yeah. It's funny as you retire, you start reading more and that like the art magazines and 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 actually now we're starting to read about uh, motorhome life and all of those you know the people who blog in those are all saying stay up with your eat- your eating habits and your uh, um, and your exercise so you know that it, it's obviously important to them as they're traveling too.
So you mentioned that you had your early retirement, which was a, a different kind of retirement than what you are in now. So what what made you decide to change up how you were living your life in retirement? Um, it's so probably the big thing that happened to us is when Darlene retired, because I'd been retired for like three years, and then when she retired, we celebrated and did a uh, uh, two-month cross-country trip. And after we after we did that, um, we realized that traveling, especially traveling in the United States, was a big deal to us. We didn't realize how much was available to a you know. When you're kind of born and raised in California, you you don't migrate too much to other states. So, mm. you know, living in a beautiful state is kind of hard to move around. But we realized that the United States in whole is just such a beautiful country. So we decided that that was a, a big deal for us. So we decided we wanted to do it in style. So we bought the motorhome, and now we're going to reduce our footprint a little bit just so we have we, – we want to be able to – when we decide to go traveling for three weeks or a month, we just wanted to be able to lock the door and not have to worry about anything at home. So, so that's kind of that, that cross country trip, I think made a big deal to us. And because of Dar- Darlene's parents, because they travel so much, we decided we having a big home and and not have and not have the opportunity to move around the country. I think was uh, was a big deal to us. So we decided that for both of us, reducing the footprint and moving on is was a was a big deal. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe to our program at iTunes or on our website at allworthfinancial.com. If you have a retirement story you'd like to share, you can also write us at The Art of Retirement at AllworthFinancial.com. I'm Charles Parker, and you've been listening to The Art of Retirement podcast from Allworth Financial. This podcast has been brought to you by Allworth Financial, a registered investment advisory firm with the Securities and Exchange Commission.